Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about what you really want. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so let's talk about what you really want. This is one of those inquiries that if we can get clear on earlier in life, or let's just say as early as possible from where we are right now, it can really make things a lot more simple in our life and direct us down a path that is actually fulfilling rather than one that we perceived to be fulfilling. Because here's the thing, almost all of what we want, and I would be bold enough to say uh, that 100% of what we want reduces to some sort of feeling, some sort of sense of of safety, ease, uh, calm, and purpose. And I would really argue for uh, wholeness, most of us, whether we realize it or not, are doing things that help us to feel more whole, complete, uh, okay as we are. We wouldn't necessarily admit to that because we feel like, no, I'm, I'm doing things, I'm growing, I want to manipulate certain things and improve and change. And so the idea of feeling like okay as we are feels antithetical to that. But it's it's in service of some future moment where something in us can rest, where we've moved toward an, an integration, a sense of wholeness, a sense of completeness. And so everything that we're doing is essentially in service of some feeling. And we won't go too deep into like what specifically that is, but let's just agree upon for now, um, at least partially or hopefully as much as possible, that much of what you're doing is in service of some some feeling, whether it's like I, I want to make money uh, so I could go on vacations and then uh, there'll be a sense of, of freedom, of ease, of relaxation. I want to be in this relationship and then there'll be less loneliness and a sense of connection and that will make me feel complete. I want to have kids because there'll be a, a sense of meaning in my life and that meaning will make me feel a certain way. Right, So even things like purpose, like uh, meaning, like freedom can reduce to, to something below that, some felt sense. And so we all have this, but where we get tripped up is that our path to those things can be uh, wildly distorted based on all of the data that we're taking in from a very early age, from our family our friends, the community that we're in, and yes, especially from the media. And it attaches uh, some sort of path with the feeling that we want. I mean, advertising, this is just what they do. It's what they're masterful at. They find something on a very deep level, often a subconscious level, of safety, belonging, connection, okayness, Um, that they know that you want, whether you even perceive that you want or not, and then they'll attach it to a food or some 
form of an experience or needing to do what this person is doing or look this way or dress this way. And even though we might not say it consciously of like, oh, I get that. Once I get that, then I'll feel this. That is what's happening in the background of our awareness and why we can get hooked in a very deep way to certain paths in our life or trying to find certain people to be in relationship to or create a certain life with the marriage and the kids and the white picket fence, whatever we've been fed at some point, that we just connect so deeply. When I have that, then there'll be this this sense of feeling. And you can pause this and just check that for yourself. Think of like the things that you've put a lot of energy toward and even the things that you're putting energy toward right now in your life that that might feel like very noble and purposeful. And it's like, no, I've thought about this, Corey. And, and you probably have, but the thinking about it is still being filtered by very deep belief systems um, that can send us in a certain trajectory that won't necessarily match, won't necessarily get us that feeling. And there are just endless examples of this. I mean, most humans set out on creating a certain life. And, uh, you know, if, if you get it, then you t- tend to be disillusioned by it. If you don't get it, you tend to be disappointed and feel like, you know, the, all the uh, negative things in your life are a result of uh, of what you didn't get. I think it was Mark Twain who said uh, there are two tragedies in life, uh, getting what you want and not getting what you want. Or I think he says uh, not getting what you want and getting what you want. And so... Um, like this can be painful, especially if we had to wake up to this the hard way and we went a long period in our life and we did all the things we thought we should have done and we kind of got some sort of happiness, but it didn't fulfill us on the deepest level. And that's okay, right? This is, you could just argue like maybe that is the whole part of the human experience that we're put here to learn that truth. But the, the this is why I say the sooner we can learn that and see that clearly, the sooner we can start reorganizing our life. And it doesn't mean that we can't manipulate the external world or try to, right? Endless examples of the importance of that, of having shelter, having good community, good friends, justice, uh, like all of these things on a really deep level are extremely important to our well-being. But notice also for yourself, if there is a tendency constantly when you're feeling like something is not quite fulfilled here, like I, I need to be doing more in my life or get more or be more, if that immediately comes with a feeling of uh, outward expansion, getting somewhere, getting something, some future moment where, where it will come together, or even the visual image that comes in your mind of like whatever, the certain relationship or where you live, all of those things. It's one form of crafting a life and it can lead to a certain kind of fulfillment, um, but it's not the end-all be-all and and it's an incomplete path. And many times, uh, it's not even the partial path. It's just something that we use to distract ourselves from doing the actual inner work of making peace with who we are and our own experience. Because the reality is, there's not going to come any single moment where uh, your life is perfectly arranged in the way that you want it to. And even if it is, the mind habituates to it and then needs it to be something different. Thoughts are always changing. Emotions are always changing. Sensations are always changing. The external world is always changing. This is just a reality that we live with. And so at some point, 
we have to do the work of, of looking at, okay, yeah, there's this tendency again to go outward, to get there, to follow this vision. And I've done that so many times and I've been disillusioned by it. It's like, well, what am I really looking for? Well, there's this sense of like, once I get there, then I'll feel, I'll feel safe or I'll feel calm or I'll, I'll feel just a sense of okay or a sense of worthiness or like uh, that I've, um, I'm good, whatever you, you'll get to figure that out for yourself. And what the invitation here is to look at is like, what is actually the inner work that can be done right here, like sitting on a cushion to actually start to move toward those experiences? What would it look like to create safety within yourself? What are all the ways that you're not creating safety within yourself, that you're at war within yourself? What are all the ways that you're not creating uh, a, an, an inner sanctuary that is calm, where you're just adding extra agitation? What are the ways that you're fracturing yourself in this moment where something arises that's uncomfortable and instead of working to hold that with self-compassion and meet it and heal and integrate, it just creates a feeling of, ooh, have to run off to the next thing. Do you see how that can go in two directions? Right, Something uncomfortable arises here and it can either propel us into the next thing that distracts us or keeps us busy or keeps us feeling like, oh, my purpose is out there. Just got to just gotta get there. Or that could be a moment of looking at, oh, what is here right now? And can I make space for this experience? Can I hold this experience? And I just have to tell you from personal experience and as a teacher who works with people in this regard, over and over and over again, I just see that when people start to do that inner journey, there is a certain kind of fulfillment um, that is just very unexpected and is much deeper than that constant chase of something external. And it always surprises people of like, wow, I can feel this here without getting someplace else. I can feel this right here. We're just sitting down and moving toward this and holding it in a different way and orienting to it in a different way. And then something in me softens and feels okay and feels fulfilled and like deeply satiated. That thing that I thought, that or that thing I've been trying to get to that I thought would come from, from that or this or this, right? It's, it's here right now. When we get a taste of that, it completely reorganizes how we view our life and how we we actually get satiated on the deepest level and then once we we get there then we can still explore like how to to fulfill a certain purpose in the world and give and offer ourselves to the world but it's not coming from this place of graspiness or delusion it's coming from a, a place of fulfillment and the two can happen in parallel for sure you do your work in the world and you can do your inner work but just something to continue to notice for yourself when that feeling of ooh something's off right now or there's this void or there's a sense of not being worthy what is the response in that moment what's your response in that moment outward expand busy do something more and what would it be like to turn that inward and just to practice holding space for that, softening into it, and maybe even saying to that part of you, you're welcome here too. And notice what it's like to do that for a bit. So thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon.
And until we talk again, have a good day and take care.